we are once again. Word. We are here. Together again on the radio. Super duty tough work. Word. The most consistent. The most infamous. Edutainment at its finest. Retweeted, reposted by Dame Dash himself last week. You know what I'm saying? We made it. Look, Mom. Top of the mountain, (laughs) Mom. Top of the mountain, (laughs) Ma. Oh, yeah. Anything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, y'all heard it right. Dame Dash, you know. Yeah, man. Reposted last week's episode. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, about Dame Dash was right. I, I woke up and I was, you know, going through the social medias. Uh-huh. And I seen the streets was talking about right, the, pop, the right, episode. Right, right, right. Like, feedback was real strong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, what? Y'all like this joint? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm looking and I'm, and I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. Dusko Poppington. Is that what? What? That's Dame <laughs> himself. Uh-huh. Yes, y'all. Dame Dash reposted the episode, which yes. got us. Nice little, you know, a little bump, little bump in followers <laughs> on the gram. <laughs> little bump, a little twenty five fifty piece mm-hmm. that day, you know. Yeah, uh, which we appreciate. Yeah, you yeah. know, we the little podcast that could. We appreciate all our followers. Uh, you know, and and it's good to see shit like that. You create content that people really feel. Because mm-hmm. I was a little nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, are they ready for this? Yeah, because we was we was, was going we was going in. We was going hard. Going man. in, man. Uh, going in. No punches was pulled last night. None. Week. And a lot of grown man talking. And that shit really hit people. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we want to thank y'all for uh rocking with us and rocking with us when we do topics like that, especially because, you know, it's easy to feel self-conscious during those conversations. Right. Start feeling like DJ Envy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You <laughs> feeling the kind of way when somebody talking that talk. Face turn all red. Yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound real smart, dumb people. You know what I mean? So, you know, the sun got cookies. You know, Dame was telling this fool. Oh man! But uh, we appreciate y'all support, man. Definitely. And uh, you know, uh, what y'all also are going to notice in the coming weeks is that you know you're going to start hearing some ads on this show couple yeah as we start uh our, our uh podcast network partnership yes with stony island um that just means that your boys after you know four or five years actually get to make some money yeah a little something you know we've been giving away so much so many so many jewels ah, just free game mad jewelry and we've asked you guys for nothing right you know so uh those of you out there if you hear the ads you know just let them play you know mm-hmm. what i mean let them people get their money you right. know you ain't gotta buy none of this shit i don't know what this is gonna be ads for yeah. but you know if it's some you got erectile dysfunction then hey that, do you hey that's just so hit you hey click on the ad you hey, know what i mean you know, hey hit that website yeah 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 just follow through give them a little business <laughs> you know tell them super duty sent you know what i mean <laughs> Oh, you know, otherwise, you know, we're going to keep doing this thing and nothing is going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing is going to change. You know, these next uh, three to six months, probably going to be some high activity mm-hmm. on the artistic front from, you know, Elijah over here. Yep. And myself over here. Yep. You know, he he's putting the finishing touches on his project and uh, I'm putting the finishing touches on the book. And so this fall, you know, we're going to be in your face. Mad, mad tweets. Yes. Mad God. tweets. Facebook posts. Extra active. Extra active. Asking y'all to retweet and share as well. Yes. And, you know, that shit goes a long way towards supporting us. You know, we are artists first and foremost. And this podcast is just our means to try to help and give back and share that experience so we appreciate y'all so this week yeah talking about production again yes sticking to the theme sticking to it man you know i've been doing mad beats this week 
Yeah. Uh, ran out of beats and I got some cats waiting on some. So, you know, I've been heavy. Been heavy on the joints? I got to hear a couple new joints. Yeah. I ain't heard no new print beats in a minute. Yeah, lately I just been just like getting, like I did like 13 beats in the last 24 hours. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I just been going. Just, uh, you know, so uh, I'm in that mode. We're going to keep talking about production, man. And so uh, this week, this is a conversation I remember having with my guy Superstition, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. What up, Super? And uh, we were talking about things that producers do wrong. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like younger, inexperienced producers do wrong. And he was talking about how he had posted about um, wanting some beats for a project he's working on. And mm-hmm. he was like, okay, y'all send me beats here. And he said he got like hundreds of beats. Mm-hmm. He said, but 90% of them had the same mistakes yeah. uh, that just ruined them from being considered. And so this episode, you know, we want to talk about those mistakes. Those are like production pet peeves. And mm-hmm. we want to talk about these things because if you make beats, you know, these things might be hurting you before you even yeah, before you even get out there. You're losing. Yeah. You're thinking my beat is fire, but you're not knowing that you're doing something that's turning off the listener and, and making it to where, like, you you can't compete against the people who got their shit streamlined and are doing it efficiently. Right. And so uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Right. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jobbing, and no bullshit. <laughs> Super Duty Tough Work, Yep. Blueprint and Logic, as per usual, mm-hmm. pandemic or no pandemic, mm-hmm. your man's is them is here. Yep. Doing this podcast thing. So this week we're talking about production pet peeves, man. Mistakes that, uh, you know, younger, inexperienced producers make. And we're going to start this out. These are things that just irk me and probably irk you too if you're at home. And some of y'all ain't even thought about this shit. So if you're guilty of these, you know, just hit us in the comments. <laughs> right. And just tell My us, bad. Yeah. My bad, Brent. Yes. Tell us you're going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Number one, decimal point tempos. I'm guilty. Because you knew. Early, early on, I was guilty. I'm not guilty no more because that shit's yeah. too difficult. It's annoying. Yeah. Nothing's worse than when I get a beat from somebody and I'll be like, what's the tempo? And they be like, 86. Yeah. 3.1469876257330. Like, what? It's 85. It's 85 BBM. <laughs> No, it's 84.696969897234866. Yeah. Would you just round that shit up? Mm-hmm. Guys, there's nothing wrong with using 
you know, even whole numbers right. on your tempos. Whenever you do that shit, what it, it makes it hard for other people. See, what I, what I really hate it for is if I'm doing vocals to someone else's beat. Mm-hmm. If you send me some decimal point tempo and you can't find the tempo, I know automatically my vocals is not going to be singing. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. I already know you're going to have me off beat like a motherfucker, sounding like I can't hear, like I'm rhyming to some completely different beat. Yep. Even though I was rhyming on beat when I did it, mm-hmm. because you ain't going to be able to sync the shit up when I send you my vocals. Because yep. yep. you want some 32 decimal play- points out. To, you know what I mean? It's just stupid. Yeah. Another reason it's bad is because when somebody might remix your song. Right. Like I've been giving remix projects, and if, the, if it's too many decimal points, man, I'm, <laughs> no, fam, I can't do it. We're not doing this, right? You're not giving me, you know what I'm saying? Just round it up, yeah. And just think, man, we're in a point where like the technology, yes, you don't have to do the decimal point tempos no more. Yeah, stretch the fit, stretch that joint. it up, stretch the fit, round it up. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But thankfully, back in the day, you couldn't get too granular with it. You know what I right, mean? You could right. do 88.5. Right. You know what I mean? Now, it has to be like 88.52376. <laughs> and they send you that in the email. Send that to you as if that really is going to make a fucking difference that 5.276 at the end of it. Mm-hmm. No, man. Round the shit up, please. Yeah. Pretty please. Yeah. I don't know how else to say this shit. Please. <laughs> See, when I was first starting, <laughs> I didn't understand. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't get it, you know? <clears throat> and I had to learn how to use my equipment. Like, oh, okay. So now, you know, when I do this shit, because even finding other, you know, like if I got a um a sound kit or something. Yep. And it's like something is 90 BPM. Yep. <clears throat> but the sample I took is 89.7 <laughs> BPM. Right. And it's like, okay, I got to round it up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can't be, you know, fucking around with these decimal places. And it just made it much more easier to make beats. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's so easy, man. It's, I mean, pretty much every software package has the ability to, you can speed it up a, a notch without losing the, the swing or integrity oh, of yeah. your beat. It's, come on, man. Yeah. And that shit just irks me, man. So, producers, please, don't do that no more. Yes. For the love of God. Mm-hmm. Stop doing the, the decimal point tempos. Mm-hmm. That's number one pet peeve. Number two, <laughs> this one might piss me off more than the first. <laughs> number two pet peeve, over chopping. It's horrible. <laughs> Come on, it's too much of it. Sometimes it's too much. It's like, ooh. especially in the nineties. Yeah, it was bad in the nineties, bro. Well, you know, it's like Primo started it. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was the the perfect. He his, he never over chopped. Right. He chopped just enough mm-hmm. to have the melody there. Yes. And what happens now is like people are chopping and they're destroying the melody. <laughs> yeah. You sample something that's got an incredible melody. Mm-hmm. By the time you get done chopping into two thousand pieces, mm-hmm. I can't tell what the fuck is going on. I don't know where that melody goes. I can't hum along with it, sing along with it. It's not putting me in no mood. It's just over chopped, man. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. It's horrible. Like, why? I, th- I think something, too, with it is like producers out there trying to, you know, it's like a pissing contest. Yeah. You know what I mean? This yeah, this, let's check out my chops, yo. Mm. Check out my chops. Oh, you just looped that? Uh, Listen, let me chop this into 3,200 pieces yeah. and put them back together in a way that no one can recognize and sounds completely nothing like what I sampled. Yeah. And they think that that shit matters, but it don't matter if the beat ain't fire. Yeah, if the beat is fire, you might be able to get away with it. You can do zero <laughs> chops to five chops. If it's fire, 
Who cares? Mm-hmm. You can chop on the one. Chop. Yeah. Chop. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Just make sure it's fire. Mm-hmm. Along what 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 the problem with over chopping is that you sample all these amazing things. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time you do it, all the musicality is gone. Which is why you sampled it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's going to be that unrecognizable. The motherfuckers who could and would get you will notice it. Right. Right. They're going to know it's theirs. So, like, don't fuck it up too much. Yeah. Don't you know? over chop. Chop just enough to where the melody is intact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't that means you could cut off certain parts but just make sure those main notes are kind of there or at least a melody. Yeah, a melody. A me- like you can you can recreate melodies when you chop. Yes. It, but make a melody. Thank you. Not just random sounds and, you know, pots and pans and shit. Right. Or else you why sample? Yeah, what's the purpose? Just play some shit. Mm-hmm. You know? That's number 2. Number 3. Pet peeve. Yeah, this is a bad one. Too many effects. Way too many. <laughs> this is so out of control right now. Reverb on every track. Ah, uh, just sound like it's in a tunnel. Mad just delays out in space. <laughs> you know, making beats on Jupiter. Motherfuckers be way out there. Like you sound like you made that beat in the Grand Canyon. It's just that's not no plate reverb. This is Grand Canyon reverb. <laughs> I can't even hear anything that's going on. Mm. And and that shit fucks up the melody, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you start throwing too much reverb on everything. Yeah. It just sounds far away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why are you doing that? Yeah, and then there's no no oomph (laughs) to the instrumentation. Like, a a touch of reverb here and there. Right. Very light. Very light, you know, depending on the sound. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, depending on the mood of the track, light reverb touches, splashes here and there. Thank you. Can work. Yes. But when you throw reverb on everything <laughs> except the drums. Right, right, right. <laughs> sounds real off. Like the drums is dried in a motherfucker. Right. right. <laughs> what every instrument sounds like is way a thousand miles away. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't sound good at all. You know, something else we gotta consider is that like if you're sampling something, that kind of means that the engineer already kind of figured out what the good you yeah. know, amount of effects was yeah, on that. Yeah, what the placement was. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had just enough. Mm-hmm. He had the compression. He had the reverb, delay. He knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here you come. <laughs> 40 I, years later. I know it all. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, get out the way, my power. I got this. <laughs> you know, Quincy Jones, sit down. <laughs> I got this. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers show up like they really think they got the shit. <laughs> Hey Quincy, Quincy, take a seat. <laughs> Let me throw, you know, this fucking space tunnel effect on this shit. Ruin all your shit so no one can make it out. Oh man! And this is so much better than what you did, Quincy. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not better. You know. Oh man. Yeah. So it's like, like yeah, but certain instruments, it's okay. Yeah. Right. Like if you're using like certain, but you know, that takes experience. Right. To know which instruments sound better with a little more effect. Like trumpets. Yeah. Like horns. 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 You throw a little bit of reverb on a horn. Yeah. It it, cha- it changes the mood totally, of the horn. Totally. Totally. You know? um, like uh, another one is like um, voices. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a female's voice singing or something like that. Yeah. Singing though, because typically we hear that in spaces that 
have a lot of natural right. reverb in right. them, right? Choirs, of course. Yeah. But some of this other shit, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we really need all of that on your baseline? Why, why your baseline got reverb on it? Why would you even put reverb on a baseline? <laughs> don't you want it to bump? Yeah, they don't want it to bump. You don't want it to sound far away, do you? They think they on some next shit. <laughs> oh, dog, the Yo. reverb on that. Then they'll have a side chain, so it's just even oh, worse. Yeah, yeah. So it's just cutting off the reverb before it can even sound. Yeah. So it sounds just stupid. Like, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Too many effects, y'all. I ain't saying don't use no effects. Yeah, effects are great. Yeah. But when you overdo it. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, you know, they say as they say in film. In film, they got the saying that, like, if you notice the special effect, and there's too much special effects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you watch the film, you're like, oh shit, that special effect was crazy. Mm-hmm. Then they overdid it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't done well. Right. But if you watch this thing and you don't even think that was a special effect, mm-hmm. then they did it right. Right, right. It should always be tasteful and, and, and proportional to everything else that's going on. It should fit in with every other part of whatever you got going and not just be so affected that it doesn't blend in or fit with anything else. Yeah. All of these are like hidden earlier producer illogic in the, in the stomach. <laughs> you, yeah, you did a lot of that. I did huh? a lot of it because I ain't know, man. I ain't know. What the fuck? I'm going to throw reverb on everything. Yeah, I'm going to throw, yo, that delay on them drums is killer. Ooh, it's crazy. My snare just echoing out. Should be sound like dub. <laughs> Yeah, man. I listen to old beats now. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? It's too much. Yeah, I gotta go back in and remix some old shit just so it's just so it's listenable. It was good, but it was like that's too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's one thing I got lucky because I didn't have effects when I first started making. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't even do it. Yeah. Like we, I had the MP. There was no effects on it, mm-hmm. so I could never overdo the shit. By the time I got effects, I was like, yeah, I ain't even tripping. Yeah, yeah. The delay it. right there, I could fuck with that. But outside of that, I never really needed it, man. So that's number three. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. What up, everybody? Quick reminder. Super Duty Tough Work hoodies back in stock. We got smalls back in stock. Medium back in stock. Large back in stock. Extra large back in stock. 2XL sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. Oh, man. Super duty tough work. We back. Producers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get on your job. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a whole lot of hit dogs hollering. <laughs> this episode. Yeah, cats going to go back to their beats like, oh, shit. Was he talking to me? Oh, shit. Look at all them decimals. Right. Oh, my God. Come on. I love the decimals, though. <laughs> Come on, Brent. It's really fine-tuned. It really right. matters, man. That six decimal point really fucking matters, man. Yeah. So, yeah, we talking about, uh, you know, production pet peeves, man, that a lot of inexperienced producers make. And we got three down. Let's start with number four. Number four, bad sequencing. This is because people don't listen to no other music other than hip-hop, that's probably. That's a fact. That's why, they, that, that's why cats sequence shit bad. I mean, cats be changing beats up on the third bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to, okay. A lot of it is because cats never DJ, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they listen to stuff that doesn't even need sequencing. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have, like, a, a proper song format. Mm-hmm. You end up with a bunch of producers. They worse than the rappers who can't count bars. Yep. I'm like, how you make beats and you can't even count bars? Mm-hmm. I get why the rappers can't count bars, but the software kind of forces you to count bars. Yeah, it's it's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's framed up. For yeah, you. it's framed up to make it easy. Right. If you can count bars. Right. Why are you changing on two and a half? You know what I'm saying? Mm. What? Just let that go to four, four, the full four. Yeah. And here's why I think that they do it sometimes too. They do it because they don't trust their sequencing, their ability to arrange. Mm -hmm. Like you, when you're arranging a beat and you know you only got one or two things in it, you might be inclined to make some changes to get those happening sooner. Right. So it doesn't get quote unquote boring. Right. Whereas a producer who has like, if you look at like a blockhead, for example, mm -hmm. he got 30 fucking things going on. Right. He ain't got to rush at all. Nah. Uh -uh. Four bars of that. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> okay, here's four bars of that. Yeah. Sit back and wait. And I was building. Okay. Let me hit you with just two of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then two more of that. Mm -hmm. and now, now 16 of this. Yeah. I'm going to sit back and just wait. And the beat is cooking. It's yeah. cooking. It's building. Uh -huh. Whereas the other guys is rushing. Their sequencing is just all bad. They don't have intros. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to, to end the beat. They don't know how. They don't have transitions in between the verse part and the chorus part. Nope. There's no buildups, no swells. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of that shit that makes a song a song mm -hmm. and that's it doesn't have to have a vocalist on it to be a song right just a, a beat that's arranged properly is a song yes a beat that isn't is a beat <laughs> right it's just a beat right man. when you arrange it then it's a song mm -hmm. you know and a bad sequencing kills so many people like how are you sending beats to rappers and you don't have them formatted in a way that rappers can write to man yeah. i have guys send me beats all the time for features and sometimes i'm like yo this got too much going on. Mm -hmm. This beat changes every two bars, and the first two bars are the best two bars of the whole beat. Yeah, the last thirty-two ain't hitting on nothing. <laughs> yeah, let me get sixteen of that. That's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> take that two bars, loop it for me. Yeah, send that back. Yeah, all right, thanks. Thank you. Then I write the song to that, and I'm like, look, after I put my vocals on it, you can sequence it however. Right. But sending somebody some shit that changes too fucking much too soon makes it impossible to write to. Mm -hmm. And there's guys who send out beats to have too many changes and they wonder why they don't get shows. Mm -hmm. Why no one rocks their shit or why people, oh man, I get, uh, hey, because most, I would, I would bet that most rappers can't even articulate why they don't like a beat. Yeah. Yeah, because they because they don't produce. They don't produce. They just like that don't sound right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't. I don't feel it. I can't write to that. Yeah. No explanation. So the producer just guessing. Mm -hmm. Man, why nobody choose my beats? Meanwhile, the guy who knows how to arrange their beats because they rap or they work with rappers, he's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. This stuff is not rocket science, but it does take discipline. You do got to study some things. Okay, maybe a four-bar, eight-bar intro, 16-bar mm -hmm. verses. I should make sure that the chorus part sounds a little different than that because mm -hmm. that could inspire them to write this way. But the more, you, more thoughts you put into that ahead of time, the better results you're going to be when you send out your beats. You know? Yeah, I mean, and, and like I said before, Listen to more music. Yes. Listen to some rock. Listen to some R&B. Listen mm -hmm. to some jazz. Listen to more music. And then you'll get an idea of arrangement. And also, beats don't get boring unless you got boring shit going on. Yes. You know true. what I'm saying? Like, you can have a, um, a verse part that doesn't really change much. Yep. Maybe got some drum drops in there or something. But if the part is fire, yes. people ain't going to get tired of it. You throw a voice on it, and it's like, yo, it's out the park. Yep. So, stop using whack shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop using whack shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Elijah. <laughs>
<laughs> I present to you illogic. You know, bars. Yeah. Stop using wax shit, but you know that that kind of goes back to what we're talking about, like over chopping till you don't have a melody anymore. Mm-hmm. When you lose that melody, yeah. what is keep what is keeping people there? Yeah. There's nothing to sing along to, like hum along. If I can't hum along to whatever the melody is of the beat or mm-hmm. the bass line or whatever. I don't want to hear the beat no more. Yeah. People send me beats all the time. I'll be like, yo, this is, there's no melody here. Yeah. They'd be like, what? And I can't write to it. Can't write to it. Yeah. It doesn't push me anywhere emotionally, you know? So, so, so focus on your sequencing, you know, like the easiest way, intro, mm-hmm. verse part, mm-hmm. chorus part. Yep. If you can do that, yep. you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then you can just repeat it multiple times and people can write to it. But most people, they don't, they start to the beat on a weird number of bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's hard to write to. They 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 focus on the weakest sequences. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nah, the majority of the shit that we hear should be the strongest sequences. Mm-hmm. Save all the weird, a melodic mm-hmm. kind of whatever change ups for the end. Mm-hmm. After I like it, mm-hmm. don't do that at the beginning. <laughs> right? You know. Right. That's number four. Number five. Mm. Pet peeve. I just talked about this on Twitter. Not tuning samples. Yeah. Guys, you're off key. Yeah. You're off key. The RZA could do it. Yeah. You're not the RZA. <laughs> you're not the RZA. You're not. I repeat. Hey, you. You're not the RZA. You like the RZA. Mm-hmm. The RZA is dope. You're not him. Yeah. He could get away with some shit. You can't stop trying. <laughs> Learn the root key. Drop the mic. Yes. <laughs> learn to learn to listen to a sample and be able to, to figure out the root key. Mm-hmm. Learn that. When you learn that, everything becomes easier. I mean, your software probably has a function that will tell you. Yeah, they can. They're cheating now. Yeah, yeah like what so the root it, key is. It's true. Yeah. You don't even have to learn anymore. Yeah. Like years, I had to actually learn how to detect the root key with yeah. my ear. Mm-hmm. Now the software will tell you. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah, what I, I learned how to do, I would just had a pe- when I would play in a, uh, a sample, I would have the piano on my board. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And just playing notes until, until I hit a note one. that's in. Until, okay, I'm in there. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just finding it. Yeah. Take, that shit takes time. Yeah. But people don't want to do it. You send out stuff and you think that it sounds like avant-garde mm-hmm. because it's off-key. It's like no man. It just don't sound good. <laughs> it's like trash. <laughs> to sound bad. So bad. Like I can't bump this. There's people who 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 don't know music, and they're not gonna tell you that your shit is off key. They're mm-hmm. not gonna. They're just like we said. It's gonna be like. That's mm, yeah, all right. That's all right. Yeah. And meanwhile, you over there being lazy with your your musical knowledge, unable to put shit on key, thinking that you know you doing some super out there avant garde shit, and really it just sounds like trash to the average person. Mm-hmm. But they can't articulate where you're fucking up like we can right they they just say it don't sound right right that's it that's, that's all they know yeah it's my ear to my ear it doesn't sound right yeah because when it sound right they be like yo that sound right yeah that's fire yeah they can't exactly tell you why right but they'll tell you that that's fire mm-hmm. but the, the on the flip side they can't tell you why it's why it's trash right they just don't want it yeah they just can't listen to it and a lot of times Learn how to tune your samples. Learn enough about music to where you can at least pick the key out that your shit is in. Then that leads you to playing in that key. Mm-hmm. Then once you can pick out the key, you know whether two samples go together or mm-hmm. not. See how it, everything builds on? You build that one little skill. Yep. Then you get to add all these things on top of it. Next thing you know, you take a shit from 
this record, that record. You know what I mean? I'm going to take this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to play this part of it. But then I'm going to take that sample and put it over it. And it's all going to be in key. And people will listen to your shit and be like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Is it played? Is it sampled? People won't know. Yeah. Because the musicality is so so fucking banging that no one's no one knows. But hop out there with that off-key bass line. Bass lines are the worst. Bass lines are the worst. People think they're the reason. Dog, bass lines are the worst. Like having an off-key bass line when everything else is in key. Yeah. That kills the whole vibe. <laughs> Fucks up the beat. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah, you better off not playing it. Yeah, you might as well not have a bass line. Yes, you better off. Just throw some 808 on that on that kick drum. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Just throw some 808 on that kick drum. Yeah. That's it. It's so true. Yeah, because if you if you play it and it's off key, people just it makes you feel yeah. uneasy and tense. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what is that? Mm-hmm. I liked it until the bass line came in. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you tell them, hey man, you need to change that bass line. That might be the first time they ever really heard some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, man, that bass line is off. I'm, I'm I'm, glad that I was into music via church before I got to making beats because mm-hmm. I probably would have been doing the same thing. I was just lucky that, like, in church I learned how to play and sing and everything by ear. Mm-hmm. So when I got to music, shit, I just knew, okay, this goes with that. Yeah. This is the note. This is the key they're in. Yeah, that definitely helped playing a saxophone in middle school. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, being involved in music in yeah. general so like i know okay what sounds good and what doesn't sound good and now like so many people can get into production so quickly mm-hmm. that a lot of them are missing that step though right they they went straight from watching a music video mm-hmm. to now i got ableton yeah you know what i mean never played no instruments never touched nothing and they're sitting there making beats and it's so easy to make beats where you copy what's hot right now mm-hmm. that they're skipping some of the, the hard part which is just learning the music part of it yeah and so that's number five. Yeah. Number six. <laughs> this is my, my biggest one. It's so bad. I strive to get rid of this one. If we could pick just one off of here, mm-hmm. that would make hip hop immediately better. This might be it. Number six is using bad samples. You know when a sample is bad. Come on. Come on you know when a sample is bad. You know it ain't fire. You know it's not. You, you know, know it's not. you didn't hear that and think that is yeah you thought i'm gonna see what i can do with this <laughs> i'm gonna show them motherfuckers right right i can make something out of anything <laughs> watch me watch me make a beat out of this shit that's right. what you was thinking mm-hmm. man look if if you don't hear a sample and think i can't believe anybody used this shit right right then i ain't fired yeah 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 when you press that record down you should be thinking Damn, ain't nobody used this. Yeah, like I ain't never. Somebody had. Somebody this sounds had familiar. Yeah, let me let me look. <laughs> somebody used this. Yeah, it, that means it's banging. Yeah, it's right there. You should be thinking, oh shit, mm-hmm. I done found some shit. I ain't telling nobody. <laughs> but cats are hooking up records. The reason that their beats don't 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 come up as fast is because. The source material is bad. Yes. You can have all the technical chops in the world, mm-hmm. but if your source material is bad, your beat's going to be bad. Garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> We've been saying it for years. <laughs> 
and, and we're in an era where you don't have to be like that. No, you can digital dig. Come on. You can, it's everything is at your disposal. Yeah. You, you can sample off Spotify. Thank like, you. Look up Curtis Mayfield. Thank look you. up. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's good music out there that's at your fingertips. We Everybody all, got Apple Music. We Come all on. started with our mama's crates. Come on now. All of us. All of us. All of us inherited our first record crate from our family. Mm-hmm. We didn't have no real nothing. Right. And we made. If you listen to the beginning of hip hop, that's all them dudes was doing. Yeah. They were sampling shit that was popular in their parents' time. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to sample shit that ain't dope. Right. They parents' records were dope though. Yeah. yeah. They parents was into that shit. They was listening to some fly seventy shit. Right. Right. So you know it was fire. Now motherfuckers be having no taste just sampling shit that's, that's a sample like yo you sample somebody's beat mm-hmm. your lazy ass won't even go find your own sample yeah you sampled the sample from the person that sampled it <laughs> yeah off of his record you didn't even go to the source you jerk it's like you lazy motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> tell her why you mad it gets Brit. me tight <laughs> this shit gets me tight motherfuckers know that they shouldn't be using no bad samples yeah come on man dude i'm the dollar bin laden man i'll be out here in these crates for a dollar a pop i show cats on the instagram mm-hmm. you see what i be coming with ten dollars here yeah. twenty dollars here, yeah, thirty dollars there you know what i'm saying you ain't gotta spend a thousand dollars to have dope samples right now nah, and di- like you're saying digital digging that's free for most motherfuckers. And it's easier. Because it's like, oh, I want to sample Smokey Robinson. Yes. Download. Download Smokey Robinson. Yeah. Or you can just play the shit. If you got your shit hooked up right, you can just play it off of YouTube and sample it right into your DAW. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You don't even got to download the shit. Thank you. don't even you. got to fucking waste the space on yeah. your computer. But you know what it is, and we've talked about this before on Twitter, is that people skip the step of actually listening to records because... But but they don't know that the reason you listen to records isn't just a sample. It's to develop your ear. Yes. The benefit of us listening to records is not just to say, oh, we got this record. Or we own a record. Mm-hmm. Fuck the record. Right. What we get from the record is more important than the record itself. Exactly. What we get from the record is is an increased education. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a free musical education. Every fucking record is a classroom. Right. You listen to that shit like, damn. Mm-hmm. I never thought of that. All these amazing songs. Because think, to get a record released, you had to go through all this filtering back then. Yeah. You had to make it locally. Then you mm-hmm. had to make it national. You had to get signed. Then you mm-hmm. had to turn something good enough to get released. You had to press it. You had to have some sort of longevity for that record to be out yeah how much that's a lot of filtering yes. for it to just get to me and you right so if it's got something dope on it you should be able to recognize that but y'all don't want to listen to the records mm-hmm. and when you don't listen to the records your ear don't develop yeah. and when your ear ain't developed you sample bullshit yeah and then you try to hook it up and disguise it by over chopping it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Extra effects, extra effects, and we got the list goes on. We know Sh- shitty sequencing. We see it. You know what I mean? We see it. We see through all your shit, son. <laughs> You're not fooling nobody. You're not fooling nobody. Oh, bad man. samples cause bad fucking behaviors. Yeah. You know, if you find some fly shit and your ears develop, you ain't gotta do all that shit to it, man. Yeah. I mean, now I I can just listen to some like oh, you know. Yeah. I, I, I put someone like, oh, okay. All right. That baseline, right? Okay. All yep. right. I'm taking that. <laughs> I'm taking that. I'm using that. Immediately, you know, mm-hmm. because your ear is developed. And a mm-hmm. lot of cats, you just got to develop your ear, man. So you don't sample bullshit. Yeah. So it's number six. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Right. 
If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock. All back in stock and you get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show! Most consistent podcast around if anywhere. Mm-hmm. Shit, who's more consistent? Can't find them. Nah, we ain't slowed down at all. Two more left. Mm-hmm. Production pet peeves. This shit gets us tight. So pardon our emotion when dealing with this topic. <laughs> As beat makers, this shit noises. Number seven. Overproduction. Too much shit. Why you doing so much, son? Yeah. Did you really have to do all that? Yeah. Why you doing all that? Are you trying to make a good piece of music or show off? You know what I'm saying? A lot of cats try to show off, especially younger cats. Yeah. They be trying to show off. Dog, dudes make regular beats like they in beat battles. Mm-hmm. You know how cat sequence they beat yeah. in beat battles? <laughs> <laughs> that should be having 30 drum fills in the first 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, every beat don't need that. Right. You know, it gets old. You know, like, come on, man. Yeah. Sequence your song like a song, man. Don't overproduce it. You overproduce it, it just sounds like you're trying too hard. Yes. It's like the rappers who use big words for no reason. <laughs> just just to do it. Yeah. Just, you know, can't even spell the words they use. Keep murrying that shit up. It's like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop overproducing. People say, what is overproducing to you? Overproducing to me is where... I have a belief that, and you listen to any great producer, mm-hmm. if you take the vocalists off their tracks, some of those tracks sound like underproduced. Yeah. It sounds like something's missing. Yeah. You, you think, damn, that's it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, that's cool. But when you put that vocalist over it, it sounds incredible. Most classic tracks are like that. Yeah. Most of the songs that we, most of, especially hip hop, most hip hop classic shit is usually a loop drum break change up for the hook yep back to the loop <laughs> that's it <laughs> most of the classics it's true when they reminisce over you yep that's come it. on yeah that's it yep yep that's it it don't take all that it don't no. take all that extra shit no no see guys what you get into the, the the trap of and i've been victim of this it's like feeling like you need just one more instrument Yep, I've it, been. It, I, yep, I have the issue sometimes. Searching for that joint, like yeah. just one more mm. instrument, and then what you don't know is that like that instrument is the vocalist. Yeah, I'm the instrument. Yep, your voice is the instrument. Yep, right. But if as a producer, if you don't know that, you'll keep searching and searching. You'll keep adding more and more shit that ain't making it better. Mm-hmm. It's just making it busier, cluttered. Yeah, and then by the time you play it for a, a vocalist. Ain't no room. Ain't no room for him. <laughs> Ain't no room. He can't even explain that to you. Mm-hmm. He'll just be like, nah. Yeah. Like, like, look, a, a, a fucking a beat should be like, you know, like a crib. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you go on to search for a house, right? 
you're going to try to move into a house that already got the furniture in it from the last owner in it. Right. Nah. You go to an open house and it's just empty. Nothing. The walls is painted a neutral color. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the floor is just normal. Yeah. No paintings is on the wall. The furniture's gone. There's no remnants of the previous owner there. You see it and you like, damn. I could see myself in this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's room for me. Right, right, <laughs> right. All this space. Right. If you were to walk in that same house and it was cluttered, mm-hmm. you'd be like, this ain't for me. Why are you showing me this house? You would cuss out the agent. Right. Why are you showing me this house to look like motherfuckers still living in it? Yeah, there's nowhere for me to be. Right. There's nothing for, none of my shit can go here. Yeah. Yeah. Beats are like that. Yeah. Beats are like that. Uh, someone should hear the beat and be able to imagine themselves inside of it yeah. like yeah that's me mm-hmm. I can do this I can take it here I can go over there I'm gonna do this with that space right here I'm gonna do this but if you overproduce you don't leave room for anyone's imagination to fill the space yeah. you know it happens to, to all of us we've all done that you know? yeah as producers I think it's sometimes hard when I think it's more I think it's harder for cats that have never rapped though. yes you know what I'm saying? Like, catch that rap. Like, we can hear a beat when we make a beat and like, oh, that just needs somebody to rhyme on it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know that because we've been in that position. Like, as, you know, somebody that just started producing three three, three or four years ago, like, I remember like, oh, that just need my voice. Yep. I remember hearing those beats that I knew just needed my voice and also hearing those beats like, I can't do nothing with that. Yep, too busy. You know what I'm saying? That horn is going too, you know what I'm saying? The horn is going crazy. Yep. Too much piano. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something, something ain't right here. Mm-hmm. You giving this to me to rap over. Yeah. Ain't no room for me. And you feel like you're fighting with the elements of the beat. Right, like, right, right. Like there should sonically be space for that vocal. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there should be space for people's imagination, even the listener, mm-hmm. like not just for a vocalist over like it. You should be able to listen. Like I love listening to a song or a beat. And then it takes me to a mood. Right. And then my imagination goes into that mood. Yeah. Because it's not so cluttered that I can't fill it with my own imagination about that mood and what I'm thinking about. And then when I'm in that mood, I just don't hear that beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and if you fill it up too much and you overproduce and you oversequence it and you just do so, no one can, can go into that space. Right. It's just the house that's still got the previous owner's fucking furniture in it. Facts. And so... uh that's overproduction. Last joint. Last one. This is a smaller pet peeve, but real mm. nonetheless. Number eight is sending wave files. <laughs> I think I get sent more wave files than anybody. Wave files are the worst. I don't think people send me MP3s. They take up so much space. They don't even ask you. Come on, bro. It's 50 meg. Yeah. Why are you sending me that? Mm. You know the quality difference between this and the and the thing ain't that Export at 320. Yeah, not, I mean, not for me to record to. Yeah. This ain't the final. Right. This is the demo joint that you want me to record to. Thank you. Why are you sending me the wave? I'm not the duplication plant. Right. What I look like, Spotify, <laughs> save the fucking waveform, G. <laughs> Give it to somebody else who needs it. Yeah. Send me the MP3. What it does is cats send out wave files and it makes downloading it such Long. a nuisance yeah. that you start doing something else mm-hmm. instead of listening to their beats mm-hmm. and they're sending two and three of them attached and then I gotta go to their Google Drive to get the <laughs> shit and then the Google Drive don't have the, the right permissions because uh-huh. my Gmail ain't the same as my info at Primatic so I gotta hit you back again mm-hmm. to add my other email to this folder of waves that's gonna take me an hour to download anyway mm-hmm. And by that time, 
I'm doing something else. <laughs> I ain't thinking about your beats no more. No, I'm in a bad mood, bro. Right. I'm like, I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. Let me do something else more fun. And if you do beats, can you really afford to do that? Yeah, nah. You really afford people to just, just not even listen to your shit? Yeah, nah, you can't. Put it off for three, four days because because when you're sending that, someone else is hitting them with the MP3. Yep. Quick download, download on my phone. You can play it inside the app. Yeah, inside the app. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to download shit if I ain't ready to record to it. Right, right. Attach it as an MP3, though. Yes, please. Please, no more WAV files, man. They're too big. (laughs) (laughs) It makes people not listen to your shit. Hmm. And I feel guilty saying I don't listen to people's shit if it's a WAV, but it's hard. Yeah, it takes a lot longer to download. Yeah. Takes up space on my on my computer. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want. I, I don't have time for that. And the average person can't tell the difference sonically. No, this is this. No one can tell at the at the level that we need just to write a rap to it. No, and record and send you the vocals. That's it. So you can you know you do can your obsess thing. about the difference yeah. between an MP3 and a wave. Yeah, I don't need all that. No, send me the MP3. Thank you. You know and uh. Yeah. Don't send no more waves. Please don't. So that's it this week. That's it. Okay, let me read them back. Let me read them back. Number one, decimal point tempos. <laughs> Number two, over chopping. Number three, too many effects. Number four, bad sequencing. Number five, not tuning samples. Number six, oh, that was number five. Number six, Bad samples. Number seven, overproduction. And number eight, sending wave files. <laughs> Production pet peeves. Word. Hope y'all enjoyed this. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>